Welcome to the Global Investor Podcast, a show that focuses on helping foreign investors enter the lucrative U.S. real estate market. Host Charles Carrillo combines decades of real estate investing experience with a professional background in international banking to interview experts in all areas of U.S. real estate investing. Now, here's your host, Charles Carrillo. Do you have money sitting in the stock market and you're worried about it? Or worse, you have money sitting at the bank, not keeping up with inflation? My name is Charles Carrillo, founder and managing partner of Harborside Partners. And since 2006, I've been investing my money and my family's money into income-producing properties. These are real assets, real properties with real addresses that produce real cash flow. At Harborside Partners, we provide passive investors who love real estate with a turnkey investing solution. If you want to put your money to work in real estate but can't find deals, don't have the time to get funding, and the last thing that productive people want to do is manage real estate. We find the deals, we fund the deals, and we manage the tenants, the termites, and the properties. Partner with us at investwithharborside.com. That's investwithharborside.com. Go to investwithharborside.com. If you love real estate, you like the idea of passive income, and believe that income-producing properties will appreciate over time, go to investwithharborside.com. That's investwithharborside.com. Welcome to another episode of the Global Investors Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Grillo. Today we have Ellis Hammond. Ellis started his career as a missionary on the college campuses of San Diego. His investing journey began in 2018 with a duplex. And nine months later, Ellis co-GP'd on a 144-unit complex in Memphis, Tennessee. So thank you so much for being on the show there, Ellis. Hey, yeah, yeah, I've come a long way since then too, man. Uh, but that was the beginning of the journey and uh, glad to be here. So uh, tell us a little bit about your background, both uh, personally and professionally prior to being involved in uh, real estate investing. Yeah, as you heard in my thing, I was actually a pastor and missionary for six years and uh, and kind of full-time vocational ministry. Uh, my faith has always been a really important part of, I shouldn't say always, but it became an important part of who I am in my life um, in college. And so I wanted to help young guys like myself just begin to find a bigger purpose and, and reason for doing things. And so we moved to San Diego to kind of build our college ministry and uh, never thought I would do anything different, man. I loved it. I love, I love, uh, I love, you know, I love I love vocational ministry. I love getting to just kind of interact with people on a day-to-day basis. But I think during that journey, I also, you know, learned a couple of things about the need for capital, the need for vehicles that can produce and create wealth. And also learned that I'm, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. And so those kind of worlds came together in real estate. Awesome. So tell us about your, uh, your first real estate investment and um, you know, what you did and how that turned out. Yeah, our first deal was that duplex, man. And uh, I had no idea what we were doing. I mean, <laughs> you know, I literally hadn't didn't even know you could buy real estate. I just, it was not even in my framework. Um, and I went to this seminar that I heard on the radio because, like, I just was so hungry to figure out how do we build wealth. And I went to this two-hour seminar that I heard on the radio, and I just saw these guys buying deals, and I was like, okay, well, these idiots can do it. Like, <laughs> I got to be able to figure it out. And um, no, I'm joking, by the way. I was the idiot. And uh, But I did figure it out. It took me four months to buy our first duplex. And I found a mentor in San Diego who owned deals. And that's always been the case, man. I always just tell everybody that, like, if you want to accelerate your path, go find a mentor, spend the money for a mentor. Um, and, and do and like at every level, like not just in the beginning, like where I'm at now, you know, we're buying, you know, 
20, 40, $50 million deals. Like I need mentors. I need people who can help me accelerate this journey. I don't want to, you know, we'll talk about what's given us success. It's because like we pay for speed. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, yeah, it was a duplex. My wife and I purchased, we actually had a family investor on that deal to help us with the down payment. And we did everything, man. I got all my college students involved in my ministry to come to that place and help me with the tear down the yard the renovations you know and I had no money so I would pay them all in pizza and uh, that's what we did man that's what we did and we created more equity in that deal in 11 months than we had made in three years nice that's that's fantastic so uh shortly after that first duplex deal you syndicated a property and yeah. uh, tell us a little bit about that how you found the deal what happened uh you know what what your role in the deal was yeah, I was a partner, mostly on the equity side, you know, um, I, again, found someone who had experience, someone who knew this business really well, who owned a couple thousand units and just figured out ways to bring value. And, you know, one of those ways was kind of leveraging my network of, of at that point, were kind of donors and friends to become investors in that project. And so that was really how I kind of got started in this space, which maybe a lot of people do, either you find the deal or you have the money, you know, like it's really what this business comes down to. And so that kind of introduced us to the world of commercial real estate, multifamily, and, you know, really beginning to kind of leverage other people's money to go and buy bigger deals and leveraging other people's experience. Mm -hmm. So yeah. those, you know, those were very important lessons for me early on is that, wow, okay, I can leverage someone's experience and I can leverage other people's money. Uh, to go be a part of something that is an incredible wealth builder can accelerate our wealth building journey. And I don't have to be at the property all the time and get all my college buddies to, um, to do everything. Cause there's more margin, you know, mm -hmm. there, there's more. Um, and even though I was a minority owner, the margin of that deal is just so much more significant because it's bigger. And I think that was a very important lesson is when I kind of stopped the whole duplex route and realized if I can just figure out how to buy 100 plus units every time, uh, even if I'm not the whole owner of that deal, this is how we accelerate our wealth, our wealth building journey. So what is your current investment criteria and strategy when you're investing uh, today? Uh, we are strictly buying multifamily assets and in, in great markets where rents are going up, you know, I, that to oversimplify it, I mean, we're, you know, we're, I wouldn't say we're heavy value add um, operators, but, you know, we make money by raising rent. So we got to figure out how to, how to do that in markets. Right. So we like yeah. Kansas city, we like Dallas, I'm in Dallas right now, actually torn assets. So, you know, I, I really want to buy good deals, man. I want to buy, I want to buy good deals that we can hold on to if we, if we need to hold, hold on to them. So that's why I'm here. I like I like seeing I like being on the properties because you just get a feel. And uh, so, anyways, we're buying larger multifamily assets. Twenty to forty million dollars is kind of our price range right now, really, because it's kind of based on the equity that we have. You know, if we could go buy a hundred or two hundred million dollars of multifamily at a time, I would I could go find those deals. So if there's anybody listening that wants to partner with me and go buy some really big deals, please hit me up. But that's about our criteria because that's kind of where we're at in terms of um, in terms of equity. And then also, you know, in some ways you kind of have to show you can close this before you can go close kind of the next level. And so that's yeah. where we're at right now. 
Nice. So how did you put together your team that you're, that you partner with on deals? Uh, guys that are just smarter than me and uh, have what I don't, you know, have. I mean, we have two of my partners are really good um, analysts mm -hmm. and kind of operationally experienced. One of my partners has been about a decade in mobile home parks and other one's been in lending. Um, and so those, you know, those are, those are, those make great teammates in this business, you know, because I'm very much kind of CEO-esque, visionary, decision maker, but really, you know, you need someone who's really strong operationally, someone who can build systems and processes, and then someone who's really good at, you know, putting together a capital stack and making sure that uh, we're not losing money, you know, or money's not dripping out of the business or out of our assets. And so uh, those, the, I just honestly found, you know, early on, man, we were just hustling and, and showing up everywhere to meet people. Kind of sent, I kind of begin to see you know you especially we live in san diego and so i would just begin to see kind of the same people and over and over and became friends with a lot of these folks and uh three of them specifically were uh who are, are now my partners because they were as hungry as i was they're they're they lived their life with a sense of urgency like i do and that really stuck out to me and so when i said hey i want to go buy bigger deals they're like yeah me too and i'm like well let's go do that together and so that's how we started it Nice. So how did you make the transition from having a job to full-time in real estate? I just left. Oh. <laughs> uh, just honestly, um, I mean, I didn't say I left. Like it took me about a year to transition in the sense of I, not for my sake, for my team's sake, because we were building a ministry. I had a staff team. We had a ministry. And so it, I had to kind of get to a place where they were ready and prepared for me to be able to leave and step out. But from a financial standpoint, dude, I just left. I mean, I, I really didn't have it figured out. I thought I had it figured out, but then I didn't. And so, um, but it was the best thing for me because, you know, it got me really serious on how do we go and how do we go and make an offer? How do we go and build a business? How do we create income coming in? So I don't recommend that to everyone, but, you know, this is like multifamily real estate, especially buying big deals. This is not a side hustle. And all these guys trying to syndicate deals as a side hustle, it's probably why they're not growing very fast because you just, it's hard, man. And everyone you're competing with in this market today is not only full time, they got thousands of units under their belt. They've been doing this for a decade and you're trying to do this in a four hour window. It's like, give me a break. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, to answer your question, I just said, I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to go, we're going to commit to this and we're going to really figure this out. And I truly did not have a, a secondary income stream. We created a kind of a coaching education platform for uh, faith driven investors like myself called Kingdom REI to kind of teach the business as we were learning it. And, and that, was essentially the platform that gave us life for the first year in terms of, in terms of um, just being able to survive. And it's been an amazing uh, community that we've built now that I really rely on. And some of my best friends are in that now. My, some of my partners on deals, equity come from Kingdom REI. And so kind of started as, Hey, I, I need to have an offer so I can, you know, survive and live. And it's just grown and, 
become something like a very like a incredibly valuable uh, community not just for me but for the you know 40 or 50 people that are now involved in that nice so what are some uh, limiting beliefs that you had to uh, battle and overcome to be successful in real estate investing still battling overcoming limiting beliefs i was just talking about this the other day i think the thing that i see the most and for me too is that most people think they have to grow incrementally so i buy do i buy a duplex and then i buy an aplex and then maybe i buy another aplex and then i buy you know i can go bigger and go big. it's like i gotta incrementally grow my way there and there's some truth to that in the sense that like if you're at a closing table and you've never closed a hundred million dollar deal it's gonna be really hard to convince that broker to sell you that $100 million deal. However, I think we've been trained to think incrementally, you know, schools kind of ingrain that into us. Maybe our parents, the way we've seen them build their wealth has been incrementally. The most, like, that's just not, I just think that's a very limiting belief. Like, yeah, I think there's no such thing as an overnight success, but really successful people like look at their track record or look at their progress. Like it's not incrementally it's, it's long, steady, hard work for a long time and then exponential growth. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's and it's because you spent all this time building skills, building skills, building relationships, building relationships, but then you all of a sudden you can begin to apply that into a vehicle that can really help you exponentially grow. So I think for real estate investors listening, it's like, stop thinking you have to incrementally grow when you know if you had the right resources and the right connections and maybe with the right focus exponential growth is possible like i mean dude i was a pastor three and a half years ago and now i'm best and final on a 40 million dollar multi-family deal my only network was college students three and a half years ago 18 and 19 year olds literally my only network was people who had no money and now we have resources and, and connections to go buy hundred million dollars of real estate this year. Like that's exponential, man. You know what I'm saying? And so if I was still buying duplexes or had the idea that, oh, I got to go buy a duplex and maybe learn this for five years, then I could go do this. It would never, never be where we're at today. And so I think that was something I just had to overcome. It's like, you know, the, the idea that, um, that I didn't have to wait on someone to give me permission to, go and compete with the big dogs i am the dog you know like that's kind of that's kind of the, the my mindset now and uh and i think i think i see that a lot especially in real estate investors because to be honest with uh with your audience real estate investors are not really great entrepreneurs i mean that's why they're in real estate because uh, if they were really entrepreneurial we'd probably be building other companies have already built other companies where real estate is kind of like that last frontier for people who want to build wealth and aren't really happy with their jobs so they get into real estate and so i think for that kind of person who's really probably not a great entrepreneur they're only used to kind of thinking in incrementally and great entrepreneurs think exponentially and so i think that's a mindset we all have to battle and overcome Interesting. So other than thinking uh, incrementally, what do you think are some other mistakes that you've seen uh, real estate uh, investors make? Uh, I think buying bad, I think I say buying bad deals, like thinking, I think everyone, especially young investors want to go get the off market or the cheap deals because they're lower. Um, 
I don't know, maybe they're easier to get under contract or you have to raise less money or you feel like you're getting a discount. And I just think it's a bad move, man. Um, because you get what you pay for and that's in every arena. And so I think, I think right now, I think it's a much better idea to go buy upstream, meaning go buy nicer quality assets yeah. and look for competition. Like, yeah, I mean, I just sit, you know, in an office, be like, I don't like to compete. I'm like, I kind of like it only because I know if I win that deal, I own something that everybody else wants. The problem with buying off market or buying these low deals is cool. You got the deal. No one wants it. <laughs> like, great, dude. You own an asset that maybe you don't even, you don't, you have no idea how many other people, people want it. So I think that's a big mistake early investors are looking for a discount. They're looking for something cheap to get them in without really seeing the big picture of, of the value of the asset, the value of the market. And so, you know, look for competition and then go figure out how do you set yourself apart from that competition or, you know, make enough offers and be at enough closing tables to finally get a deal. It's worth, I think that's worth the hard work of buying good quality stuff that's much easier to manage and owning a few of those deals than owning a bunch of stuff that is going to kind of make you some money and is an absolute pain in the, you know what to yeah. manage. Yeah. And they're looking at uh, the pro formas from the brokers and they're looking at the high cash on cash, uh, you know, income that their returns are going to happen that they think that are going to happen and all this stuff. And that's how they're, choosing those properties, but they've never sat in that management seat. And when you sit in that management seat of, let's say subprime assets, um, that's when you realize that, uh, wow, this is, this is, I've got myself in something now, but um, what do you think are some of the main factors that have contributed to your success? Um, my, my faith has been a huge part of my journey. Uh, just, I believe a massive belief in God, a massive belief in what he's called me to. And I have um, just rooted in that, man. I think that gives me, I think that makes me really dangerous because I think most people are looking for someone else to give them like approval. They're, they're Hey, I, I need to go do this to, to kind of get the approval or, or whatever, where, where I'm really secure. I, my faith is a huge part of my life. And so I think that's just make me, it's made me very bold. Um, and to go try things that maybe other people aren't because they have a huge fear of failure and I, I'm just okay with failing. <laughs> like I'm okay. Yeah. Sit down. I'll give you a great example, man. We, you know, we made this huge offer on this deal. We didn't win it. And then we definitely showed our inexperience, but like I sat down with a broker yesterday and he was telling me, I'm like, just shoot me straight, dude. Just tell me what I did wrong. And he just had a whole list of stuff. And I'm like, okay, great. Thanks. Now I know, you know what I mean? Like, and it was just so good and honest. I'm like, all right, well now I couldn't have learned that any other way except just going and doing it. Hmm. And so, you know, that that's been huge. And I think, um, you know, just speed, man. And the way that I, you know, the, the way to get speed or access to mentors, to partners, to resources is to pay for it. And so I spent a hundred thousand, I spent six figures on personal development, on access to masterminds events last year, just because I wanted access to people like six figures is a, still a huge number for me. Right. But like, so most people, why don't you go put that in to your real estate deal or put that into something else? It's like, 
because the best investment I have is me and my networks. It's actually not the real estate deals I'm buying, even though they're great assets. But the way mm -hmm. that I'm really going to build well, me personally, is me. <laughs> like yeah. it's me, the entrepreneur. It's me, the CEO. It's me, the connector. And so I've just paid for access to people. And, you know, busy, successful people are also busy. And the really only way to truly get access to those folks is either be a badass yourself, you know, where they want to hang out with you or pay for their time. And um, I'm okay at this point in my life paying for people's time. Interesting. So how can our listeners learn more about you and your business? I mean, if, if you want to, <laughs> uh, but seriously, I mean, we're, you know, we're looking for uh, partners for sure in great markets who want to buy good, good deals, you know, especially the Texas markets um, where we've bought in Dallas, uh, we want to buy in Dallas, but we bought in Houston, Austin, Kansas city, um, like the Carolinas. Uh, I say Kansas city already. So, you know, a couple of things, if, if you're a deal, if you're a deal junkie like us and you, you're really good at finding opportunities, maybe, maybe there's a way to partner. Or if you're, you're, you know, you're an equity person, you can raise money or you have money and you want to um, get into deals, you know, maybe there's definitely a way for us to partner there too. We're, we're definitely going to, we're definitely finding deals uh, to help put capital to work. So uh, the best place is to go to symphonycapitalgroup.com, symphonycapitalgroup.com. And we have a contact form there to uh, just reach out and say that, you know, you heard me on this show and would love to touch base. I'll see that and get in touch with you. So that's symphonycapitalgroup.com. Uh, I have a ton of stuff on the internet, man. People can go to, but my YouTube page, you know, just look me up on, look me up Ellis Hammond on YouTube and Twitter. I actually, uh, it's a good place to kind of follow my, <laughs> My thoughts and musings uh, is on Twitter. That's Ellis Hammond underscore or Ellis underscore Hammond. And uh, would love to um, would love to connect with people there. But symphonycapitalgroup.com, that's the name of our company that we're buying deals in. And, uh, you know, it takes a village, man, to, to go and build something big. I know I can't do this on my own. And so I'm always looking to connect with like-minded people who really want to build something together. And uh, that's investors, that's deal people, you know, um, that's... That's that can be all that can be all kind of stuff. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, look forward to connecting with you face to face sometime in the near future. And uh, have a great rest of your week. You too. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. Hi, guys. It's Charles from the Global Investors Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you're interested in getting involved with real estate, but you don't know where to begin, set up a free 30 minute strategy call with me at schedulecharles.com. That's schedulecharles.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Global Investor Podcast. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play to get new weekly episodes. For more resources and to receive our newsletter, please visit globalinvestorpodcast.com. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Nothing in this episode should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Any investment opportunities mentioned on this podcast are limited to accredited investors. Any investments will only be made with proper disclosure, subscription documentation, and are subject to all applicable laws. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of Syndication Superstars, LLC, exclusively.